time next week. See ya. Take care. RTHK News. It's one o'clock. I'm Barry O'Rourke. The top stories. Authorities are stepping up contact tracing to try and find out how a four-year-old boy caught COVID-19. Organisers of the annual June 4th vigil hope police will respect people's right to assembly and allow commemorations of the 1989 Tiananmen Square massacre to go ahead. And Israel's Prime Minister vows his forces will continue to strike targets in Gaza and blames Palestinian militants. The Health Secretary, Sophia Chan, says the authorities are carrying out further rounds of contact tracing to work out how a four-year-old boy was infected with COVID-19. The kindergarten pupil was confirmed to have the virus yesterday in the first untraceable case in a week. We, of course, are very worried. And under these circumstances, we have to do all we can to trace the source of his infection. We are imposing mandatory testing immediately for buildings he has been to and where he lives. And all of his close contacts are to be quarantined. Professor Chan said quarantine hotels where the boys' classmates were staying with their families had been reminded to provide suitable food. Hong Kong's foreign domestic helpers are undergoing a second round of compulsory coronavirus testing from today until May the 30th. Some 340,000 helpers were tested in the first round, with only three confirmed cases found. At one testing station in Admiralty, helpers praised the process and said the online booking made it easier. One helper said there were no queues compared to the situation in Central last week, while another said she had no problem with having to do fortnightly testing. The line is okay, it's uh, so fast, then the first time is so crowded. Now I think it's have all booking online, and then it's okay for us. As of now, uh, I have nothing to feel because I just finished my vaccine, second dose. I take this uh, vaccination because uh, I want to to have a safety for myself and especially to my work, especially I, I always go outside. Uh, here is okay, no more crowded. In Central, it's a lot of people, it's very crowded. And then we wait uh, how many hours because there's a long queue. Organisers of the annual June 4th candlelight vigil say they'll urge police to respect people's right to assembly when they discuss holding a march and rally to remember the 1989 crackdown on democracy supporters in Tiananmen Square. Richard Choi from the Hong Kong Alliance in support of patriotic democratic movements in China was speaking to reporters outside Beijing's liaison office in Western after completing an annual run to remember the Tiananmen Square massacre. Mr Choi says Alliance members will meet police on Thursday to discuss holding a protest and then again the following Tuesday about staging the annual candlelight vigil for June the 4th. He says whether or not police object to their events, the alliance will continue to uphold its beliefs. It's hard to say and to predict what's the result of the notification, whether the police would make an objection or no objection. But in principle, we will continue to urge the police that it is the Hong Kong people's basic right to have the right to peaceful assembly. So we will continue to communicate and negotiate with the police. There was a heavy police presence around the liaison officer as the four Alliance members finished their mini-marathon chanting Vindicating June the 4th is getting closer. They stuck a Goddess of Democracy sticker on a water barrier surrounding the complex. 
The head of the Equal Opportunities Commission, Ricky Chu, says the rights watchdog will always be a vocal defender of equal rights amid unwarranted attacks from across the political spectrum. He didn't reference any specific incident, but Mr Chu faced criticism earlier this month for saying the compulsory COVID tests for domestic helpers were not discriminatory. His comments on RTHK's Letter to Hong Kong programme marked the watchdog's 25th anniversary. Milestone Sasai, the EOC is aware that our mission to eliminate discrimination has become an increasingly daunting challenge amid the intensifying polarization of society and the general decline of trust in public institutions. Every now and then, our impartiality and professionalism have come under unwarranted attacks from across the political spectrum. I would like to take this opportunity to reassure our listeners that the EOC has and will always be an independent and vocal defender of the right of equality. The authorities in the Philippines are investigating the cause of a fire at one of the country's biggest hospitals. A number of patients, including 12 babies from the neonatal intensive care unit, were evacuated from the government-run Philippine General Hospital. You're listening to RTHK. The time is just after five minutes past one. There have been more Israeli airstrikes on targets in Gaza in the early hours of the morning. One hit the home of the Hamas chief in the territory. In response, Hamas militants fired more rockets at cities in southern Israel. Earlier, the Israeli Prime Minister, Benjamin Netanyahu, said his government would continue to respond forcefully to rocket attacks until security was restored. Here's the BBC's Jeremy Bowen. There is a a diplomatic chapter happening, but I don't see quick breakthroughs right now because it's looking as if both sides haven't quite nailed down what victory, in inverted commas, looks like for them and what they need to do to get there so they can say, we've had enough, we'll accept a ceasefire. Troops in Myanmar are reported to have carried out house-to-house raids after entering the town of Mindat prompting armed opposition activists to withdraw. Local residents said the army used helicopters to send in reinforcements to the town on top of a mountain ridge in Chin State. Opponents of the military takeover in Myanmar began launching attacks on the security forces in Mindat last month. The English footballer Marcus Rashford, who successfully led a campaign to provide free school meals in Britain, is now focusing his efforts on promoting reading and literacy for disadvantaged children. The Manchester United striker has partnered with a charity, a chain of stores and the National Literacy Trust to make sure every child has access to books at home. Here's the BBC's Aruna Iyanga. The initiative is close to Marcus Rashford's heart. He has previously said that books were never a thing his family could afford and he only started reading when he was 17, but it completely changed his outlook. The National Literacy Trust says the scheme will make essential steps in addressing one of the key barriers to literacy and learning. To sports and in football, Leicester City have won the English FA Cup for the first time after beating Chelsea by one goal to nil. The match at London's Wembley Stadium was attended by 21,000 fans, the biggest crowd in the UK since the start of the coronavirus pandemic. Leicester's match winner was Belgian Yuri Tielemans. Yeah, it feels really good. I think it's amazing. Uh, I'm really glad to score the goal and to help the team to win the game. So yeah, it was a really tight game and to score in the final. But what a goal that was. So I'm really happy for the, for the team and for the fans. 
In the English Premier League, Brighton and West Ham have drawn one apiece. Danny Welbeck's goal in 84 minutes for the home side was cancelled out three minutes later by an equaliser from side Ben Rama. It leaves West Ham five points off the top four, with only two games left to play. Brighton were already safe going into the match. World Athletics President Sebastian Coe says his recent experiences in Japan have convinced him the Tokyo Olympics can go ahead safely. Lord Coe was in both Tokyo and Sapporo for athletics test events last week and was impressed with the current procedures in place to protect both those taking part in the Games and those living in Japan. There's always going to be a reason not to do something at the moment. And I do genuinely think the world has to keep moving. I think the Games is a great sign of that. Uh, And I do also think it is important to reflect on one statistic, and it's a sobering one. 70% of of Olympians only make it to one games. So, you know, to lightly, you know, to lightly, as some are suggesting, you know, pull stumps on this, move it a year down the line, is effectively saying for three quarters of Olympians, that's it. That's your chance. Tennis now, and Rafael Nadal will play Novak Djokovic in the ATP final at the Italian Opel. Open. Uh, Nadal progressed thanks to a 6-4, 6-4 win over American Riley Opelka. Djokovic defeated the Italian Lorenzo Sonego 6-3, 6-7, 6-2. In the final of the WATA event in Rome, the 2019 women's champion Karolina Pliskova will face defending French Open champion Iga Witek. Uh, in horse racing, Rombauer was the winner of the 146th running of the Preakness Stakes at Pimlico. The victory ended Medina Spirit's bid for the US Triple Crown. Uh, Medina Spirit finished third after leading early on. To end the news, the top stories once again. Authorities are stepping up contact tracing to try and find out how a four-year-old boy caught COVID-19. Organisers of the annual June the 4th vigil hope police will respect people's right to assembly and Israel's Prime Minister vows his forces will continue to strike targets in Gaza. And that's all the news from RTHK. Ladies and gentlemen, this is a journey by a journey which along the way will bring to you new colour, new dimension, new value and a new experience.
about to get into it, baby. Yo, Simon, what's up? You ready? Let's get it, baby. Do it, do it. Uh. It's the Sunday session with the homie Simon Wilson. RTHK bang loud through the building. Radio 3 on the dial, no question. Frequency 567 is the weapon. DJ Simon, please replay the diamonds. I remain rhyming. HK is where you find it from the top of the peak to the Cyclone streets. Radio 3, heat seek through your speaks. Hey, DJ HK, airplay. 1 to 4 p.m. every Sunday. Hong Kong's finest. DJ Simon, brought to you live from Detroit Diamond. HK.HK, frequency 567 AM, radio 3, DJ Simon, top of Hong Kong Sundays where you find them, yeah. Welcome along to the Sunday afternoon session for the 16th of May 2021. I'm Simon Wilson, keeping you company all the way through till 4. Got the usual mix of a few quirky stories, check out the birthday file this day in history, and of course, play as many of your requests as possible. RTHK.HK Frequency 5678M Radio 3 DJ Simon Top of Hong Kong Sundays Where you find them yeah. Have a look at what's going on In the UK One day until the pubs open on the inside Six days until the Eurovision Song Contest in the Netherlands 13 days until the Champion League final 